Welcome back to the Growing Lean podcast, sponsored by the Lean Discovery Group. This is your host, Dylan Burke, also known as Deej, and I'm happy to be here with Dr. Burl Randolph Jr., a retired Army colonel, a best-selling author, a leader and management coach, and much more. Welcome, Dr. Burl. Thank you so much, Dylan, for having me on. My pleasure. My pleasure. I'm excited to talk with you. So to get started, can you tell us a little bit of your history and the background of yourself and your business? So I'm a retired Army colonel, spent nearly 32 years, moved 20 times. I only went one place more than once. That was Iraq, Iraq, and Iraq. So I had three combat tours in Iraq. When I decided to retire, I began a business called My Wingman LLC, which was established in 2015, and we help leaders design legacies that last through leadership and management coaching, organizational planning, corporate training, legacy expression, government contracting, and community action. I immediately began partnering to help grow my business and to compete for contracts that I might not have been able to complete by myself. So we're a network of consultants, all have at least an MBA. One member had a master's of human resources and another a master of social work. One member was a doctor of management and organizational leadership, and two of us were, per, were pursuing the same doctorate. I also partnered with Vistage International, and I was the chair and coach for the CEO Peer Advisory Group in Eastern Iowa and Western Illinois. Amazing, amazing. You've got, you've done well in your time, and it's, it's, it's inspiring, honestly. Um, so obviously, as a colonel in the U.S. Army, that required a lot of leadership abilities and. How, how have you transferred those leadership skills into your into running your business? So, again, after spending that 32 years managing and leading at every level, I believe that my expertise would best be utilized as a consultant. I formed my company on that basis, beginning heavily with Vistage to recruit CEOs to lead in a peer advisory group and individual coaching. I then joined the Chamber of Commerce for networking opportunities, and I also compared the curriculums for the International Coaching Federation against a portion of my doctoral curriculum, and I decided that basically they were the same, so I decided to continue on with my doctoral studies, knowing that I would have the skills to coach and do everything else I needed to do and transfer from being a colonel to being a doctor, which people understand a lot better than being a colonel. Perfect. Amazing. And can you share any specific tactics or tools that have been particularly effective for growing your business? Maybe some that you've learned in the army or in your um, back into civilization. Well, I'd say basically networking, then collaborating, which leads to partnering, has been very effective. Uh, I don't just network to build my connections or Facebook friends. I look for ways for us to help each other so that we can grow together. And that means finding contracts, opportunities, and in some cases, community service that exposes our organizations to those who might be interested in our services. Also, many of my partnerships have provided referrals and we've provided services to each other. 100%. I actually come from a small community where networking is it's a huge part of our life and it's great mm -hmm. to actually use your network to better people and not just use it to benefit yourself. And I think that's, that's great. Um, Definitely. 
Can you talk about any challenges or obstacles you've faced in your business and how you've overcome them? Sure. So I say my biggest challenge was just getting started in a community that I didn't grow up in, but was assigned to by the Army. So upon retirement, I was the deputy chief of staff for intelligence and security over Rock Island Arsenal. And to do that, to go from that to working in a community that I wasn't, didn't grow up in, and you become discouraged very easily. But I kept forming relationships, participating in community and business events, and establishing my credibility through outstanding service. And of course, I had to expand my networking efforts because about six months prior to retirement, I began networking on LinkedIn. But after I actually was retired, uh, I knew I needed to expand that my horizons on social media accounts, such as Facebook for Business, Twitter, Instagram, and Alignable. And I also had to create a website. And as a coach, my clients range from aspiring leaders and managers through presidents, CEOs, business owners, all of which come from a different background. And you can reach them in a different way. So I had to be on all of these social media platforms. And those are the ones that work the best for me. I still do quite a bit of networking, but normally I'm not the one reaching out. I'm being reached out to. So I think it's worked for me fairly well so far. Amazing. Amazing. And what kind of metrics or KPIs do you use to measure the success of your business or the success of the people that you coach? So I develop a goal and action plan yearly to establish what I want to accomplish. For example, uh, the number of coaching contracts in my various coaching categories, the number of corporate training contact contracts I'd like, the number of books I'd like to sell or write in various genres, formats, and distribution sites. So quarterly and mid-year, I review if I'm actually on track to meet my goals. And if not, do I need to reset or readjust whichever is appropriate to continue pursuing my goals? According to, excuse me, according to how long the coaching uh, contract is for, three months, six months, a year, midway through, I send them a survey. And the questions are based on what they told me at the beginning they wanted to accomplish. And I ask my coaching clients, are we on the right track? Because it doesn't really matter if I think we're on the right track because I'm not the one being coached. So I get the feedback from my clients. Uh, so far, I've not used AI in my business yet. I just strive to better use the tools I already have to their full potential. Okay, awesome. And w where do you see your industry heading? And how do you think the the AI revolution is going to impact that because obviously we have so much information available to us at the click of a button. Um, how do you think that's going to impact your business in the future? So great question. Many magazine authors I've read believe that automation such as Alexa, Google, and AI will replace consultants as we know it because as you just said, people can look up things for themselves. But I'll tell you, Dylan, the difference is that anyone can look something up. But that doesn't mean you understand what you just looked up. And <laughs> once you realize you don't understand it, you still may not know where else to search to find your answers. So consultants can provide their experiences and education to help provide the answers that an automated tool cannot. Additionally, you can build relationships with people, but not with tools. So I think coaching will stay around for the 
near future and probably the far future once people realize that you can't just get everything through automated tools. 100%, 100%. I I believe that AI is a great tool to have, but that's just it. It's a tool. It's not going to replace us, mm -hmm. especially yeah. for people like you, you know. Um, what, what advice do you have for other business owners that look to succeed in your industry? Because obviously you come from a quite a heavy background being a colonel in the army and you've got that experience. So what would you advise other business owners looking to be coaching to, to, to do coaching? Um, yeah. Okay. So as a leadership and management consultant, I'd recommend having heavy doses of competency, credibility, and compassion. As a consultant, your clients need to trust that you know what you're recommending will actually work based on either your education, your experience, or both. And so that covers competency. Credibility means having a good reputation that people can trust that you can actually do what you say you can do. And then lastly, your clients also need to know that when things go south, you'll still be there for them. And that's where the compassion comes in at. Going south could mean having a family tragedy, national, regional, or local uh, natural disasters or significant business shortfalls through a lack of sales, contracts, donations, or over expenditures. So competency, credibility, and compassion is what I would tell anyone thinking about starting in the leadership and management consultant or being a coach. Okay, amazing. Thank you. And then let's talk about uh, your book. Can you tell us about your book okay. and what inspired you um, what's the book called? Give us a little bit of history on, on that. Um, and when did you know okay. you wanted to write a book? Okay, well, this is a, the book is called Inspired Not Retired Leadership Lessons from Father to Son. But this actually isn't my first book. Uh, and I had not planned on writing books. My first book is Can God Trust You with Trouble? The author is Pastor Stanley Moore. And he challenged me when I was a doctoral student that I know how to write a book. Well, of course, I'm a retired colonel. I know how to do anything. And so I said, you have to have a good title. And when he said, can God trust you with trouble? It threw all of us in the room off. It's like, wow, that's that's pretty deep. Um, and so that was the first book I actually helped someone write. Uh, Pastor Moore has passed on, but his book's still selling well. And so help someone else, another book, and then a dissertation, magazine articles, and clients start asking me, so you help us write stuff, but we don't know anything about you except what you tell us. You don't have a book. So again, what do we know about you? The inspired, not retired part came from in 2015. You know, I retired in 2014, applied for jobs just like anybody else would. And as soon as I said retired, people's eyes would glaze over. They figured, hey, he doesn't want to do any work. And they thought, you know, he's retired. I thought, dead going, I'm retired, not, I'm inspired, not retired. But what was I going to do with that title? And I thought about how my dad's transition was very difficult. And I said, leadership lessons from father to son. And I thought through all the, le the lessons he had taught me over the years while he was alive. And then, of course, the ones I used after he passed on. So there's about 26 different values in the book that that are broken down and um, inspiration, 
inspiration and applicate and application. And it talks about how I overcame certain challenges throughout my life. Uh, some of my family members thought I was a little bit too um, open, if you will. But I'm a person just like you, Dylan, and I have challenges. So isn't it easier to hear about my challenges and how I overcame them as opposed to making you think I'm just some perfect person who automatically joined the Army as a colonel and just did my 30 years? 100%. Uh, social proof is definitely one of the best um, ways to get people to understand you. And the fact that you have your own story definitely resonates with people. Um, what would... If you had one piece of advice for our audience, for them to, for difficulties that they're facing, for challenges that they've uh, that they're going through, what would the piece of advice be for them? Piece of advice, Dylan, would be: don't fall in love with your problem. Some people just stay in their problem, like there's some romance. Find a way to grow and get out of it. You asked me about AI, so if you're having a problem in your business and you just can't figure it out, maybe, just maybe, you want to reach out to someone who knows something about artificial intelligence, and maybe that will help solve your problem. Maybe, just maybe, you want to get online and find a business such as yours or find leadership books, management books, or anything that could help you with your problem. Because the thing about being a coach is that I'm simply helping you bring out your potential. I'm not just telling you what to do. I'm helping I'm helping you to refine the knowledge you already have. So don't give up, just keep moving forward because there are no problems that are insurmountable. Perfect. I really appreciate that. <laughs> um thanks for being on the show Dr. Bill. I really appreciate your time. Um what would the best way for people to be to get in touch with you if you have any offers for them or if you have anything that they could take advantage of, even if it's just to find out where your book is, um, where to buy it, what's the best way people can reach out to you? Best way to reach out to me is through my website, www.mywingmanllc.com, or I can be called toll free at 1-866-242-2260. Uh, also on the contact page on my website, info at mywingmanllc.com. Com. I have the listings for my books and how you can buy them. They're all available on Amazon and they're actually all, they're available just about anywhere. Okay, amazing. Um, once again, thank you so much for being on the podcast, Dr. Will. Um, it's been really inspiring. Thank you.